Hello everyone. Welcome back to the Joyride podcast. Welcome to episode three. We've made it to three episodes. How exciting is this? And you know what? It's a Friday and the last time, just kidding, the last episode that you all listened to was with my best friend Casey. We recorded that on a Saturday, but my first solo episode was on a Friday as well. Something about this Friday energy that I'm just vibing with. But today's episode, something happened to me last night. This insanely vivid visitation dream that I experienced. And after I reflected about it today, I was thinking, you know, the reason as to why I have such vivid crazy, wild dreams is because I have, over the past few years, continuously worked on clearing space throughout both my mind, consciously and subconsciously, but also clearing space throughout my physical body. So this episode is going to be about how to clear space and the effects of clearing space and what it does. So before we get into this dream, happy portal day. Today is 777. You will not be listening to this on 777. Obviously, this episode, I'm not sure when it's going to come out, but within the next probably week or so. But it's a portal day and I love a portal day. So 777 is... That angel number in and itself is all about luck. When I think about luck, I think about money. I think about abundance. I think of lucky girl syndrome. Syndrome. I think about like 777 and a slot machine in Vegas. That's what comes to mind. So today is a portal day. Great for manifestation great for just truly speaking whatever you want into existence because your words construct your reality. So happy portal day. Now let's get into this dream. I didn't, I didn't remember this dream until it hit me this morning and then it was like a tidal wave of emotions. So let's get into it. I on the regular, have very vivid dreams, and for the most part, I remember them. There are definitely a few mornings where I wake up and I don't remember the dream for some reason, but those are more like one-off situations. I pretty much remember my dreams all the time, and I'm like, holy shit, this was fucking insane. I can't believe I dreamed that. What the heck is going on? So I had this dream last night. My aunt... My mom's, one of my mom's sisters passed away from ovarian cancer, I want to say maybe like seven, eight years ago. It's been a long time that she's been gone. And in this dream, it almost felt like I was walking into a dinner party. She was there. My bubby was there. Bubby means grandma in Yiddish. And this is my mom's mom. She passed away in... I want to say, was it, honestly, I can't remember the month. It was towards the end of last year, she passed away. So I'm walking into this dinner party and I see both my 
Bubby, who very frequently comes to visit me in dreams and just throughout the day, I'll get very vivid images of her, but it was her sitting next to my aunt. And I just remember walking into this room, like hysterically crying. I was so incredibly excited and happy to see my aunt that I just go running up to her and give her this huge hug and I'm crying in her arms and it was just the sweetest moment ever and I can't remember much else if anything else happened in the dream I just remember like hugging her for the longest time and being so happy to see her she looked so healthy and so young and so vibrant and this very still image that I have of her was maybe a few years before she started to get really sick So I had this image of her. My bubby was there kind of just like smiling at us. And it was just such a sweet, sweet moment. So I have this dream and then I wake up and I'm doing my whole morning routine. And I, how do I explain this? Throughout this whole journey of me diving deeper into discovering who I am, and really getting to learn what my physical body gravitates towards. There are pretty much throughout throughout every single day, there are moments where it's like I don't understand. My mind is trying to understand why I'm feeling pulled towards certain things, but it can't. So I've just learned to let my physical body do what it feels like it has to do, whether that's me moving a certain way in a meditation or I just feel gravitated towards this this crystal of mine or I just feel gravitated towards listening to this genre of music. I don't know, but you can get what I'm going for here. So I am not really big in like putting my manifestations into a crystal or a rock that I have. I've really learned that my voice is incredibly potent and super powerful when it comes to really constructing my reality. So I really rely on my voice for my manifestations and for calling in exactly what I want my reality to look like. But I just gravitated towards picking up this one crystal of mine. I don't know too much about crystals. I'm more so like if I am in a place that sells them, I just go off of what I'm feeling and I buy it. And I take it for what it is. So I picked up this stone this morning that's like, it's like a super dark navy, almost kind of like a black. And it has a bunch of like glittery, shiny aspects to it. So I picked it up and I just felt like I needed, I needed to have it with me when I was sitting and doing my meditation this morning. And when it comes to my morning meditation, I go through phases where I try to challenge myself in the sense of like, okay, kundalini, kundalini breath work has been something that... I have now discovered within the past month or so, and I've been loving it. It is a way for me to really release this pent-up energy that I feel and that I cultivate overnight. A lot of times I wake up feeling fearful or anxious or stressed. A lot of times it's about my money situation. Now that I'm going full force and fully working for myself, I wake up a lot of mornings having a lot of anxiety and I'm like, holy fuck, what's what's going on? I just have to move this energy out of my body. So like I just said, I'll sometimes try to challenge myself in terms of, okay, I'm going to do Kundalini every day or Joe Dispenza every day. But when it comes down to it, 
I'm just not, I don't know if it's the lack of discipline in me because I have an undefined ego. Like I just can't get myself to do something just because I said that I was going to do it. And I really envy people who are like that, but it's more so like, bitch, what do you need today? So this morning, I just felt really called to be singing, to be chanting, to be moving my body. I just felt like there was something that needed to come to the surface that I just hadn't quite discovered what that was yet. And that was the dream because I woke up and I didn't remember this dream. So anyways, I'm in my meditation, I'm singing, I'm chanting, I'm moving my body, I have my crystal. And then I go in my kitchen, I make my morning coffee and I'm sitting and I think I was scrolling on Instagram after I did a little bit of reading, I had my morning routine and all of a sudden it hits me like a fucking tidal wave, this this insanely clear image of my aunt, my bubby and my dream and I just break down. Like I was just thinking, I think last night, you know, I haven't had a good cry in a while and Sometimes the emotions that I'm feeling inside after I've hit this state of clarity and these emotions need to be released through my physical body, I'll just have days where I'm like crying out of nowhere and I'm sitting there. Sometimes I'm laughing like, why am I even crying so much? I don't understand. Or a lot of times I'll be sitting in a nightly meditation listening to just like some good frequencies or... I've been in a Joe Dispenza meditation or I'm just simply sitting on my couch and all of a sudden it's like this rush that takes over me and all of a sudden like the floodgates have opened and I'm releasing so much energy through me crying hysterically and a lot of times I do laugh to myself. I'm like, holy shit, like you just had a lot of pent up emotions that you had to release. So anyways, I'm sitting on my couch and all of a sudden I'm flooded with this dream and the images and I am overcome with emotion I just simply can't stop crying and what I was processing through sitting on my couch really getting these very strong visuals of the dream was I growing up I didn't really know how to process all of the emotions that I was feeling in my physical body So what that looked like on the outside to people that loved and cared about me, especially my immediate family, was Rebecca's cold, she's closed off, and she doesn't give a fuck about anyone else but herself, basically. And I didn't really know this about myself until I was a young adult, and I want to say in college, where some of my family members actually said that to me. And obviously that's very disheartening to feel, but I was just at the start of like, okay... I think there's a lot of things going on in my system, but I I don't really know what and I don't know how to process it. It honestly wasn't until I found out about human design and I learned that I'm an emotional, I'm an emotional authority and I have a few gifts coming from my solar plexus, which is the emotional center. One being gift 36 or gate 36, which is I'm really, really great at helping other people solve their own emotional issues but I'm my first case study. So everything that I feel in my body, I feel one being an emotional 50% deeper than everyone else, but I'm really good at helping other people. But the things that I go through, I'm going to experience these emotions on such a deeper, more, more intricate level where I'm super connected to the emotion, but I also have to process it through my own way, my own, my own filtering system, my own I don't know, my own way of processing emotions. So 
I'm losing my train of thought here, but coming back to the dream, I, as I'm sitting here crying on my couch, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like I have been harboring, harboring this guilt in a sense that I felt for a very, very long time. I was never super close to my aunt. I was really incredibly close to my bubby, which is my mom's mom, but I was never super close to my aunt. So when she was sick with ovarian cancer and I literally see this woman who is my mom's best friend deteriorating I didn't know how to vocalize just that I loved and cared for her and I think I was in college I must have been like a sophomore or or a junior at the time but I remember seeing her for the last time in her hospital bed and I just couldn't even speak the words I love you I think it was just very it felt very awkward and very weird to me because again I mean she was my aunt but like we just hadn't built this in this really strong bond that I had built with other people in my family so it just felt it just felt kind of weird to me at the time so I remember writing her this card and I'm a big card letter type of girl like I if you know me you know that I will write you a beautifully handwritten card for your birthday, for Father's Day, Mother's Day, whatever the celebration is. I just love a handwritten card. And to me, I've always felt like you don't even need to get me a gift. Just write me a card saying how much you love me and like what I mean to you in your eyes. And that's all that I could ever ask for for you or from you. Sorry. So I remember giving her this card and thinking like, okay, this is this is how I'm showing her my love and that I'm thinking about her and you know I'm just here with her during this this time this season in her life which is her coming to the end of her life so through having this dream it really felt like this huge release of guilt that I had been harboring that I didn't even know until now that I was harboring in my body of me feeling guilty for not knowing what to say for not knowing how to act around this person who was a big part of my life. So it really felt like this huge release, but also like this big just hug of guidance, hug of support, Um, just very clear message from her and my bubby, you know, spirit guides that they're watching over me, that I am fully and divinely supported and who I am in this path that I am so courageously walking and paving for myself. So that just, I was overcome with emotion this morning and I'm now sitting here reflecting on it, smiling about it, just so incredibly grateful for for this experience that I'm able to have this experience. And that's going to be the topic of today's episode is, how did I, how do you have these experiences? Like, how do you actually clear the space within your body to have these, these mystical, you know, out of body experiences that truly really feels like the divine and the universe is working through your body? Um, so once this all happened, I was thinking, is there some type of significance with her today? Is it her birthday? Is it around the time that she passed? And it's neither. And then I realized I went on Instagram and I'm like, holy fucking shit. It's a portal day. And a psychic, psychic 
I don't know what what other terms she describes herself as, but this medium, medium. I had got my mom a session with this medium that I've been following for years, and I follow her on Instagram, and she posted this reel today about it being a portal day, 777. So it's July, which is seven. It's the seventh day of July, obviously, and 2023 adds up to seven. So she mentioned something in this reel about having like super, super deep, vivid, realistic dreams. And I'm like, holy shit, it's a portal day. Like what? Of, of course, this dream is coming through today and it's granting me and, and allowing me this huge release. And this is just another another tidbit that I want to mention. A lot of times we we are all walking around with this harbored guilt, fear, resentment, um, you know, I don't know, just negative feelings that we harbor in our body. A lot of times, I mean, we have to think about our subconscious mind and our conscious mind. I remember reading in this book recently that our subconscious mind rules like it's, it's a large number, like 95% of our thoughts and our conscious mind is only in charge of like 5% of our thoughts. So if you think about it, there's a lot of shit that we are constantly carrying around in our physical body that we don't even know that it's there until it comes to the surface and is being released. And for me, that was what this dream was about. I clearly have been harboring something in my body that I really consciously didn't even know was there until it came to the surface today and I'm so incredibly grateful for not only that very clear message that I'm being supported and watched over and to keep on going but also to have this incredible release so I know that this story turned out to be longer than I expected because I just like to talk (laughs) Um, so let's get into what it means to clear space so The first thing that I think about when it comes to clearing space is, well, one, I really think about the epitome of a generator. Right now, collectively, about 70% of people fall under this generator category. Generator as in the number, the number one, the most common energy type in human design. So you have generators and manifesting generators. I'm a manifesting generator. If you are a generator, you have your sacral defined. So the way that we make things happen in life is to respond. How do you respond to life? You first need to clear the space. And I I truly, truly with every fiber of my being, this experience that I had of this very intense dream last night, I believe that Everyone is so capable of connecting to the divine, of experiencing these very mystical, out-of-body, otherworldly, divine experiences in life. You just haven't cleared the space to do so. Like, everyone's so incredibly capable of experiencing the true magic of life where you literally feel like the universe is being worked through you. Because I have. And it's, it's pretty fucking magical. So how do I do that? What are the things that I consciously do in my everyday life to continue to clear this space? The number one thing that I just think like people, I don't know, when it comes to, 
when it comes to anything mystical, spiritual, I feel like people just so easily kind of jump over the physical body and they go straight into like mental work and meditation and breath work and all that, which is fabulous. All things that I do. But when we're talking about clearing space from a foundational aspect, to me, the number one most important part of this pillar, I guess you could say, I'm envisioning like the food pyramid triangle at the bottom, the root here, the foundation is your nutrition. I remember going gluten, gluten and dairy free both. I've been dairy free ever since college, but I, once I started working with my holistic practitioner back in January of 2021, I remember the first two weeks where I went fully dairy and gluten free. And I remember calling my mom and saying, I'm in fucking outer space. Like the the clarity that I experienced, my mind felt so clear. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I'd never been someone who felt like, oh, I experienced major crashes throughout the day. I'm experiencing brain fog. But as the months went on and I continued to be dairy-free and gluten-free, I knew that I experienced so much clarity, not only in my physical body, but in my mind as well. And these feelings truly made me feel like I was living on another planet because every day I not only had so much energy, but I just felt so insanely connected to myself. And I've continued to live that lifestyle. I now eat dairy here and there, like on the weekends when I really, really want it. I pretty much only have gluten on a very rare occasion. Again, when I really, really want it. But there were months at a time, like many, many months at a time where I was fully dairy and gluten free. And the space that you feel within yourself, it kind of, it kind of, it kind of is like a double-edged sword. I... It was the 4th of July the other day and me, Matt, and Casey, Casey, who I just had on the podcast and Matt is her husband, stopped at Andy's Frozen Custard on the way home, which I had never had it in Texas before. I've only had it in North Carolina when I go home to visit my parents. This, it's it's a dessert. It's full of sugar. It's full of dairy. It's so fucking good. But like my skin, my skin yesterday just blew the fuck up and this is what I mean when I'm talking about clearing space. My body and my mind, but especially my body, is so used to being filled with nutritious foods and not intaking the shit and the junk that when I do have something like candy or chocolate or I don't eat fast food, but like a dessert like that or a ton of dairy, gluten, whatever, It's like, oh yeah, we're going to make ourselves known. And it does. Like I see it. (laughs) I see it in my skin. And a lot of times I was just telling Casey the other week where I feel like I've, I've experienced this new, this new turn, I guess, where for the longest time, every time I would eat gluten, I would get, and this is why I started working with a holistic practitioner. I would get the most insane cystic acne pimples where if you've never had cystic acne, which I never experienced until I got off the birth control pill, which 
I will be sharing about that in another episode because I could just rant and talk for days about that whole experience. But anyways, I never experienced cystic acne. And every time I would eat gluten, the pimples that I would get were so excruciating and so painful. Like sometimes I would go to lay down on my pillow and I would just scream because they hurt so bad. So I finally feel like I've um, turned a new leaf. Am I making that up? There's definitely a saying like that, something like that. But now because I eat this food so seldomly and I've cleared so much space within my system that I rarely get those breakouts like that anymore. But when I eat sugar in the dairy, it's like my skin, just like little whiteheads and stuff just blows up. And I can very clearly see it in my body. So nutrition is the most, the most important aspect and thing that you can do to constantly be clearing space. Also, because of the way that I eat and because I've really worked continuously on getting rid of this stuff in my diet, I rarely, rarely drink alcohol. And when I do, not only do I feel it, like I was at a birthday dinner with some girlfriends the other weekend and I had maybe, maybe a fourth of a margarita. I mean, granted it was a strong margarita, but I was starting to feel it and I did not like the way that I was feeling. Like I could feel myself just slurring my words and it was not, it was not good. But over the span of these past few years of me consciously creating that space and clearing this energy out of my system, I know that when I'm drinking alcohol or I'm eating gluten, like my body goes into stressed, anxious mode and I can feel it. I can feel it so hard and it fucking sucks. And here's the thing. When you aren't used to feeling good all the time, you think that this is the norm. You think that this is normal to feel like shit every day. I'm telling you, you are supposed to be walking around this earth feeling fucking amazing every day. And if you don't, that is a problem. I didn't even realize until after I started working with my holistic practitioner, oh my God, I would experience blackouts in the gym every time because my blood sugar levels were so low. Like some days I would be randomly bloated and some days I wasn't. I used to experience horrible sleep apnea, which only like obese men experience because I had so much internal stress and anxiety. Like there were so many things. My skin, just things that I had deemed as being quote unquote normal until I actually started to really be so incredibly conscious and work with someone who, you know, this is what they do for a living. I work with a practitioner who does something called muscle response testing or nutrition response testing. Again, this will, this will have to be in another episode, but I started to pay so much incredible attention as to what I was putting in my body. So I now know that like if I have alcohol, if I have sugar, if I have even there's a ton of gluten-free snacks that I eat where like I can feel it in my body. I can feel the fog coming in. I could feel that I'm not as connected to myself. And I love being connected to myself. It's one of the it's I mean the reason why I live the lifestyle that I do and I rarely drink and I eat the way that I do and I work out the way that I do because my connection to myself is my anchor. If I don't have that, if I can't experience that, everything in my life, everything else goes to shit. 
So that's really the pillar of creating a space is your nutrition. Beyond that, it's the practices that you engage in every day, the habits, your behaviors, your patterns. For me, a huge part of clearing space is my morning routine. Um, Right now, I'm doing some type of breath work, energy work, like I mentioned before. I need to be clearing this energy out of my system. Meditation is another huge one for me. And if you are someone who is not the biggest fan of meditation, I challenge you to look into different ways to practice meditation. For a while, I was on the Joe Dispenza train, which I still do some of his meditations here and there. You can just pull them up for free on YouTube. Um, But I'm really into kundalini breathwork right now, especially if you are a sacral being, so a generator, either a generator or a manifesting generator, or you have your root defined, We love to release energy. So releasing energy through breath work, through movement, whether that's just a walk or working out in the gym. Another way for me to clear space personally is by working out. That is also probably one of the top three ways that I feel the most connected to my body. For me, it's really like everything physical, my nutrition, my movement, and obviously my like, I think my emotions is probably the the third thing that comes to mind when I think about how I've created such a strong connection to myself. But movement. I I have really gotten to know my body and the fact that it loves it loves physical movement, but again, it's all about clearing out and moving this energy through my system. I need some type of movement in the morning. If I don't, I feel, one, I'm just a bitch to myself. I'm a raging fucking bitch to myself because the rest of the day, the rest of the day, I can't even focus on the creative work that I have ahead of me for the day because I'm so sidetracked and like my brain is just focused on, okay, well, what time are you going to work out today? Like what if something else comes up? It's just, I start to spiral and then I'm just mean and nasty to myself and it's not good. Also, I I just feel foggy and I don't feel awake. And of course, like anything in life, I know that I need to give myself rest days where I'm not even going for just a walk because in my mind, you go for a 30-minute walk, like that's movement. Sometimes even like a 20-minute walk, that's movement. That's a workout to me. Um, So yeah, I feel like when I'm not... When I'm not moving my body first thing in the morning, I just feel off. And again, it's it's all coming back to creating space. That to me, whether that's, again, going for a walk or getting in like a really sweaty workout with like lifting in the gym or even just a good ass Pilates class or something, I just need movement in my life. So if you have a root defined, if you have your sacral defined, and even if you don't, because I know that there are reflectors and plenty of manifestors and projectors out there who don't, just just trust me on the fact that some some type of movement, because when you think about it, movement is is allowing you to really move this energy in your body. Energy, emotions, feelings, anxieties, stresses, fears, doubts, whatever that is, it's either coming from you 
So think of it as any any energy center that you have defined in your human design chart. That is what your body wants to move out of your system. But if you're on the opposite end of that, maybe you need to be moving through fears, anxieties, stressors, doubts, whatever emotions you're feeling and harboring within your body, but those aren't coming from you. So that is when the open centers in your human design chart come into play. So whatever your chart looks like, open centers, closed centers, just know that movement and breath work and releasing this energy is so, so vital for you to be operating in your highest alignment. Um, Something else besides nutrition and energy movement is just the energy, the energy of the people that you are surrounding yourself with, the energy of your environments, the energy of what you are listening to. I mean, I, I love to be alone. I love to be alone so much. I'm very comfortable with it. But when I consciously put myself in environments and situations, they raise my vibration. They, they allow me to clear space and open up space for me to respond to, to things in life. So whether that's a nice coffee shop or going to Soho House and doing some work, like I just like to be in nice places and spaces for that space, for that exchange of energy. But also, I'm very conscious of who I'm giving my time and energy to. As a manifesting generator, like I have to be very, very careful with what commitments I make to people because I am connected to a lot of people. I love spending time with a, with a lot of different people. But at the end of the day, conserving my energy for my own space, really, is is so is so incredibly important to me and beyond that what you are feeding your mind so going on instagram scrolling who are you following the media are you listening to the radio are you reading newspapers what articles are you choosing to read every single day what podcasts are you listening to what youtube videos are you watching what tv shows are you watching When it comes to the media, I live in a bubble and I really, really like my little bubble. And sometimes that bubble gets popped and someone bursts my bubble, aka most of the time it's usually one of my family members because I don't hang around a lot of people who engage in the media. But when it comes to listening to the media, the government, these TV shows, oh my gosh, you guys, Protect your energy. Protect your space. I don't give I don't give a rat's ass when someone I'm also very open-minded because I have an open Ajna and I really just don't give a fuck about arguing arguing with you in regards to the government, political things. I'm just like, I think what I think and that can change and you can think whatever you want to think because that's totally up to you and your own opinion. But I'm good in my little world here. I don't watch any type of cable TV. Really, the only TV that I watch is like a specific show on, I don't know, a a, a certain type of platform like Netflix, Hulu, whatever. I have certain people that I watch on YouTube. I'm just very, very specific with the media that I choose to consume because all of this has to come into play when it comes to 
clearing space. Just think about it. If you are constantly being fed this garbage, this negative energy from external factors, it is truly like clouding your sense of connection and your sense of this space that you should be pretty much at all times really taking inventory of what is taking up that space because if something or someone is taking up space within your mind and your body and that thing is not you know creating some type of positive effect on you you need to make sure that you're clearing the shit out and clearing the space out so to kind of wrap all that up the main the main things that i do on a daily basis is <laughs> not engaging in the media and consciously choosing what I am engaging in, my nutrition, my health, my wellness, and really living from a very, very holistic stance. So my nutrition, movement, movement of energy through breath work, through kundalini, through singing, through chanting, through using my voice, through my physical movement, through walking, through working out, through yoga and stretching, Pilates, lifting weights, whatever whatever I'm feeling on a certain day, but making sure that I engage in moving my body so that I can clear that energy on a daily basis. And then being incredibly conscious of the spaces that I am choosing to put myself in and the people that I am allowing to come into my world and to come into my space. So yeah, I think that's all that I have for you today because it's almost 4.30 and I now have to go get ready to go meet a friend for dinner. But I wanted to make sure that I shared this story about the dream while uh, while it was fresh in my mind and also because it's a portal day it's 777 and I just have been wanting to share share this this idea about curating and keeping that very sacred space that each of us have within our body because again within that space comes the true deep connection which is really our anchor to ourselves so That's all that I have for you today. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to this podcast and for tuning in to this third episode. And I will see you in the next one.